This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is titled, The Voices. There are so many voices in this world. The loudest of them is being the media that we pay attention to, especially here in the United States and and in the Western world. Media in all of its various forms like TV, radio, uh, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, there's a ton of them, games, all these various forms of media are screaming at us. They want our attention. They want our actions. They want our money. I see people constantly on their phones. I'm thinking of a guy right now at work, and he is like locked into his phone. If he's not working, he's hanging on his phone. There are other voices. For example, you know, we have politicians, co-workers, our friends, our relatives, and even the voice inside of our heart. Then we have to deal with demonic voices, satanic voices. You know, the Bible says that the devil uh, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. And he does this through speaking evil things. But we come to the most important voice of all, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Without due diligence, it is very hard to hear God's voice, that still, quiet voice. Sure, he might talk to you at some times, very clearly and loudly. Like, I remember the time that that he spoke to me and that I began to turn my life around. That voice was loud and clear, but it took me a few months to actually begin to say, okay, I'm going to submit to you, God. Most often, God's Spirit speaks to us in our spirit or through our spirit man. And a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but it's very true. God's Holy Spirit is speaking to our spirit. Sure, God can talk audibly uh, through dreams or visions, prophets, pastors and teachers, even through a friend, or, you know, I can't put God into a box. He can speak any way he wants to, but I believe that most often he is going to confirm what is said outside whatever vehicle he uses. It is going to be confirmed by his Holy Spirit who lives inside of us to our spirit. From Genesis to Revelation, God is speaking to people. He speaks in many different ways. Like, for example, he spoke in person to Adam and Eve or to all the Israelites on Mount Sinai in the Old Testament. And of course, he speaks through Jesus. All that Jesus said and did, everything that is written down in the in the New Testament and even the Old Testament, but I believe he speaks mainly by his spirit to our spirit, no matter the vehicle. Since God and humans are spiritual beings, that means that he is communicating to us mainly spiritually. Let me give you an example. Let's say that I had a dream, or or maybe a pastor is teaching at a church, and I think about that dream, or I think about what the pastor said, and I believe our spirits discern what is being said. Now, if I'm not disciplined— to hear the voice of God, it is very hard for me to hear it. But if I have disciplined myself to understand, to hear the voice of God, then my spirit says, oh yeah, I receive that. Or maybe it says, no, that's not from God. 
And we have to pay attention to what our heart is saying to us. In John chapter 10, Jesus talks about his voice several times, and he's not talking about his audio audible voice right then. He's talking about how he is going to speak to people in the future. So, for example, John chapter 10, verses 3 and 5, 3 through 5, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on before them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Let's go to verse 16 also. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. So Jesus is using this example of how sheep relate to a shepherd to teach us how we are to relate to him and specifically to his voice. Jesus is speaking. He is speaking through the Holy Spirit to our spirit. Let's say you're in a situation that needs a decision. Sometimes you will just know what is best without research. It's a spiritual knowledge. The key to hearing his voice is relationship with him. Discipline your heart and mind to develop relationship with God. This is the main reason that Jesus came. He died. He taught us. He died. He rose from the dead. And the reason why is so that we could have a relationship with him. And he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside of us, to be able to speak to us and commune with us. So the basic principles are obvious, Bible reading and Bible study, worship, fellowship, prayer. And when I say prayer, I'm not talking about uh, talking all the time in, in a time of prayer, but having time to listen to what he is saying As you practice these disciplines, you get to know God. You get to know how he relates with us, accustomed to his voice, how he speaks. A good example of hearing God's voice is Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Samuel was... um, has quite a history if you look back at it. His mom was barren, and his mom went to the Lord and asked for a child. And if God gave her a child, then he or she was going to give the child to God. Well, that's exactly where Samuel found himself. He was living in the tabernacle with Eli, the priest at the time, and he was doing some on-the-job training. Samuel was in bed one night in the tabernacle, in the presence of God. And God called his name twice. And Samuel got up and went to Eli, his teacher, and answering, he said, Eli, you called me, here I am. God was calling Samuel through the boy spirit. I'll start reading in verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. So we're not talking about an audible voice. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, God speaking to the boy's spirit. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. 
Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. The Lord came and presented himself, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. Uh, I want to read through verse 12 because it gives a good context of what is going on here. And the main reason I'm doing this is so that we can understand that God is speaking to us through our spirit. In this uh, New Testament chapter, uh, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, it talks about the voice of the Holy Spirit. Here we go, chapter 2, verse 7 of 1 Corinthians. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God is destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. So the Spirit of God knows the the deep things of God, and God has given us the Holy Spirit. Why? To reveal to us the things that God has given You see, nobody understands. If you talk to an unbeliever, somebody that's a true unbeliever, they call themselves atheists, but I don't think there's any such thing as atheists. I believe that everybody knows there is something there, a higher power of some sort. But anyway, side note, the reason God has given us his spirit is so that his spirit living inside of us can speak to us. God is with us. Now, in Matthew 16, Jesus is asking his disciples, who do people say that I am? And they began answering him, you know, one of the prophets before, maybe Elijah or or Moses or something like that. But uh, Peter confesses Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then Jesus answers him, blessed are you, Simon Son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. You see, the Holy Spirit spoke to Peter's spirit and confirmed inside of Peter's heart that Jesus is the Christ. That Peter knew this was a supernatural transaction between the Holy Spirit and Peter's spirit. I believe this is the main way that God speaks to us today. Again, he can speak to us however he wants, but he is going to confirm his word with you, inside of you, from your heart, his spirit to your spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking. 
constantly. And I don't mean to lighten it, because when the Holy Spirit speaks, it's an amazing thing. But I believe that He is there to confirm the Word of God and to comfort us and counsel us, as the Bible says. John 16, 13 and 14, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me, because it is from me that he will receive what he is making known to you. Here we are, the Holy Spirit is speaking, leading us into all truth, guiding us, counseling us, comforting us. The main reason I bring this up is that the voice of God throughout the whole Bible, in its various forms and ways, that he is speaking is an important element in faith. It is the initiator of faith. When God says something, that's when we say, yes, Lord, and we hang on through thick and thin. Romans ten seventeen says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. The message is heard through the word of Christ. The message is heard through the word of Christ. That word there, word, is actually the the word rhema in Greek, and it means the spoken word. It's not logos, which is the written word. So I, I could say the verse this way. Consequently, Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the spoken word of Christ. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. The word certain in Greek means evidence. The evidence is the spoken word of God. So when God speaks to our heart, when he says something to our heart, That is a place that we can hang on through faith. Lord, you said it, so I believe it, and then we act upon it, whatever he's telling us. If he is bringing us salvation, uh, I remember when God was speaking to me and forgiving me of my sins and telling me to repent, I knew that God was saying something to me. And I hung on for dear life, saying, yes, Lord, I repent. I want your life inside of me. And so it was an act of faith. All of us, when we hear the word of God, when we hear somebody speaking the gospel, the Holy Spirit inside of us or the Holy Spirit, even on the outside, can tell us this is right. And we say, yes, I will obey this voice. Throughout the Bible, God has been speaking, and he continues to speak, and it is our responsibility to believe him. That's just the way he set it up. I I can't fix that. I can't change it. I believe it's a good thing. So summarizing, God is speaking. We are to listen and trust what he is saying. We're going to hang on through thick and thin whatever God has said, just like Abraham and Samuel the apostles. And of course, our best example is Jesus. Jesus, God was speaking to Jesus all along, telling him what he was going to do. He knew that he was going to go to Jerusalem. He knew that he was going to be mocked, ridiculed, and beaten by the people of uh, the religious leaders in Jerusalem. 
He knew that God was saying these things to him, but he said, yes, Lord, even through the tough times, yes, Lord. And as he was obedient, then he was exalted to the highest place. Let me read another verse. 1 John 4, 1, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. We are responsible to test, to test what the spirits are saying to us. Are they saying and are they believing that Jesus is the Christ? God has become a man, Jesus in the flesh. Not all religions, in fact, when I'm thinking about it, none of the other religions believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. You can look at the uh, the Mormons, the Jehovah Witness, the Muslims. You can look at Buddha and Shinto. None of these believe that Jesus is God. No religion does. Only the true religion. Satan knows that once we understand that Jesus is God, that we then require or he requires obedience to his word. In Joshua 5, 6, it says, For the people of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, the men of war who had come out of Egypt, perished, because they did not obey the voice of the Lord. In a way, now it's our turn. Are we going to listen to what the Holy Spirit's saying through the Word of God, through Jesus' life, and are we going to be obedient to Him? So let me do a quick summary here. God is still speaking in many different ways, prophets, teachers, the written Word of God, of course, through other friends, fellowship, dreams, visions, and, and the list goes on. We know that it is God speaking by the Holy Spirit inside of us, confirming the Word. Or the Holy Spirit could tell us that, you know, this is not the Word of God. This is a demonic Word. This is a worldly Word. This is a lustful Word. So primarily, the Holy Spirit speaking to our spirit. The voice of God, the rhema Word, that's when the Holy Spirit speaks to us. That's rhema Word then that is an initiator for faith. We hear his voice, we believe it, and we act upon it. Then we are walking by faith. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at thecleansoul.org, or you can follow me on Instagram at rockandpapa.com.